What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. I'm your host, Tommy Buns, here as always with my main man, Davey Jones. And we have our special guest, Al Walsh, back with us today. You might remember Al from about three or four episodes ago. High energy episode, one of the better ones we had done in a while. Yeah. One of my favorite ones in a while. We got him back tonight. We're bringing that energy. Him and Dave are over there down in Manhattan. They're drinking. They're having a good time. I'm up in Massachusetts. I'm at Mama and Papa Bun's house right now. We're chilling. I'm in my childhood bedroom right now recording this podcast, and life is surreal. Yeah, I was wondering why you were looking so comfortable over there. Yeah, I'm chilling in my childhood bedroom. This is fantastic. The last time we saw Tommy had a bookcase behind him and, like, the fireplace going. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Very classy. You do have a classy place up there. (laughs) I do, I do. Back in my upscale Connecticut penthouse, I I live pretty classy. But, you know, up here in Mass, we're back to the homegrown roots. We're back here. And I was home this weekend to watch my Patriots lose in embarrassing fashion, in my opinion, to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was a big game for both teams. It was more of a must-win for the Steelers, obviously. They're fighting for a playoff spot right now. But there is a world where the Patriots don't make it. It's very unlikely, but there is a world where the Patriots don't make the playoffs. And it's if Miami wins out and they lose out, I, I'm i pretty sure that we lose everything and we don't make the playoffs, which would be fucking crazy. It would be like 2009, uh, 2008 all over again. But... Let's hope that doesn't happen, but Sunday was bad is the bottom line here. The offense looked atrocious. Brady was missing throws left and right. You had Edelman and Gordon both dropping big passes. It's just it, – I'm I've, I'm losing hope as the days go on in this team, and that's the first time I've said that in five years. Yo, how fucking epic of like a Roman fall would that be if the Patriots ended the year losing three straight and like – Missing the playoffs and the whole dynasty just came crashing down in like a once like in a month <laughs> you went from Super Bowl favorites to Belichick, <laughs> Gronk, and Brady are all retiring and all you missed retiring. the playoffs. Honestly, like I was talking, about, it's not like it couldn't happen. We've lost to the Jets and the Bills in recent years. We usually drop one to at least one of those teams every year. Miami just beat us in pretty embarrassing fashion. Pittsburgh just beat us in pretty embarrassing fashion. I'm not 100% that we... I'm nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. It's funny to see a Patriots fan's version of this, right? So he's kind of freaking out, you know? He's freaking out a little bit. (laughs) The rest of us are over here fucking popping champagne. I am. Like, I will say this. Like, Brady does not look the same at all. Like, he just looks like somebody completely different. But I'll say this, too. They're not putting James White out there enough. They're put, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a bitter fantasy owner. I'm saying it because it actually means something. So the last two games, they've looked, you know, ju- well, obviously, game against Miami there. You know, they, they have a good game, lose on some BS. But, I mean, they, like, they just don't look right right now. You watch that whole game against Pittsburgh, just looked out of sync. But I feel like James White not being out there, not being able to protect Brady, not getting the ball enough himself. Dude, he's the leading reception guy in the Patriots in terms of catches, yards, and touchdowns. Like, you need yeah. to get him the ball. And they're, and they're not only are they not giving him the ball, they're not putting him on the field. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like Burkhead came back and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to oh, make sure we get Rex some touches. Oh, we got to make sure. It, I, I, I like Burkhead. He's a good player. He plays right. hard. He's physical. But 
he's not the guy that you need out there right now. He's your lunch pail guy. Let, let's not forget that Burkhead was the number three running back in Cincinnati before coming to New England. Like he was, he was behind uh, who was it? Jeremy Hill, and then I guess when Joe Mixon got there, and then he, Burkhead, number yeah. three. Yeah, I just he's yep. such a he's such a lunch pail guy, like he's such too. a patriot guy. But like, too. for the for the first time, you have like a guy a guy like James White that's just like an actual like playmaker in the backfield and yeah. not just like a, a hodgepodge of guys that you're putting together to get the ball in the end zone. Belichick once uh, Belichick once said that James White was the second most intelligent player he ever coached next to Tom Brady. Honestly, it's true though. He is, and I just don't understand what they're doing. Maybe okay. Here, here, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna make a, a complete spin from what I just said. They're fooling everybody. They're like, you know what? We're real tired of that home field advantage. Come January, we want to play somewhere a little warmer. We want to go out to LA. We want to go out to LA to play the AFC Championship. So we're just gonna get. We're just gonna play Wild Card Weekend. Screw. It. We don't even want the first round by. We're going Wild Card Weekend. We're going to beat whoever we play then. We're going to win the division around, and then we're going to go play out in L.A. We need to switch it up. We're getting bored of this home field advantage. We need something special for that 10th straight AFC championship. Well, so who? Here. So they're not going to be the wild card. They they wouldn't even It's win the division or nothing for them. Like if they lose out, they, don't, they can't even get the wild card. If Miami wins out and they lose out? Yeah, if they lose the division, Miami will have that, and then they will have – or if the Steelers make the playoffs – so if the Steelers win out and we lose out and Miami wins out, we do not make it. We but if don't the make Ravens it. make the playoffs, if the Ravens win the AFC North, oh, actually then no, because if they, the Pittsburgh's got to hold the tiebreaker. Yeah, Pittsburgh has the tiebreaker over us, and then but they have the tie, so we. Well, I, I, this is confusing. Maybe we. Maybe <laughs> there isn't a world where we don't make it. But I'm pretty sure I. I looked into it. What do you guys have? Five that, losses now. Yes. Well, yeah, the, the, the Steelers no, but, and the and the Ravens both have six losses. There's a lot of teams with seven. Right, too. but I'm saying if we lose out, we would go nine and seven. Yeah, right. and and we would lose, and we don't have the tiebreaker over Miami. So if we lose these two, we have two divisional games coming up. Ooh, that's the thing. Very so if we lose, if we lose to the Jets and the Bills, which could very well happen at this point, the way they've been playing lately, and the way we've been playing lately. I mean, it's Game, not likely, games in New but England. it could happen. Yeah. Games in New England, I think they take care of business against Buffalo to do this. But I think the one thing is that maybe the division isn't locked up for sure. But I think, like, you guys would probably make the playoffs just it would be, like, as the sixth seed. I mean, obviously, it's L.A. Crazy. L.A. or Kansas City is getting the number five seed no matter what. Like, they're, yes. they're oh, on yeah. top. Guaranteed. Uh, by the way, the duel.com, both teams in the top three of the power rankings. That's true. With the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty exciting, and then uh, yeah, so this is gonna be awesome. And then even two in the NFC, that they got a situation going on over there where number six seeds up for grabs as well. So cannot wait. Bart and Scott even with, C- with Seattle losing, they could potentially be the one who ends up with the six seed. Yeah, indeed. Or not even they you know, they still haven't clinched the playoff spot. Actually, have they? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. And what? Well, and the Vikings are out, or they I can believe- still get a chance of the wild card. I believe Vikings, no, the Vikings are in the sixth seed right now. Right now, yeah. Okay, because they uh-huh. won this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I know they. Lo- yeah, I know they- that Bears clinched the division, beating those Miami Dolphins that we just talked about. Look at it. the circle of life comes the back circle, around. The circle that it comes oh, through. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm bitter about that. Had a little action going on with our man oh, Tony. Man. 
Um, he ended up he ended up being a real good guy about it, taking me double or nothing on whoever will make it further in the playoffs between the Pats and the Steelers. But oh if the God. Steelers don't make the playoffs, then it's a wash. It's not a wash, but I owe him the money from that bet Sunday. So I'm praying for the Steelers to make the playoffs, and I'm praying for some redemption where the Patriots beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Because yeah, that's a weird uh, route for you. You got to now you got to oh, root for the the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, because I want them to make it, but I don't want them to be. You know, it's tough. It's a really tough road. They can lose wild card though. I just need them to make it and then lose first round or lose to the Patriots. So that's that. But you know, like you just said, Al, a minute ago, the Bears they clinched their playoff spot. They Mama clinched the division. Honestly, Bears have been one of my favorite teams to watch this year. That defense is out of this world. What they did to the Rams. What they just did this week to the Packers. I mean, obviously the Packers haven't been the best team this year, but they still have Aaron Rodgers. They still have a decent offense when they play well. And they've just been shutting everybody down. I mean, they've been they've been fun as hell to watch. Fucking Khalil Mack sacked Aaron Rodgers with his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the reverse of the butt fumble. The monster ass of the midway. Nice. That's like, dude, this is just like the 85 Bears. It's just like. The, it uh, is. Uh, it really is. And McMahon is like Trubisky, like nothing special. I mean, I know Trubisky's had a few special games this year, but like, no one thinks he's like Patrick Mahomes level. Like he's gonna be a he's gonna be a, a, a at best an above average game man. You know, like a, above a game manager. All right. He's gonna be like a yeah. He'll be like a he'll be like an Alex Smith. Yeah, so to maybe me a little Alex better than Smith. Alex Smith. It's best. funny because yeah. Matt Nagy, who is just in KC, is the the architect behind all this stuff. So it's interesting, right? So I got a lot of pieces of Chicago and fantasy this year. So I've been keeping a special eye on these guys. So Tariq Cohen's been unbelievable. I've had the defense since like week two. I picked them off off the waiver wire, which is ridiculous. Yeah, like everywhere. Right, so I got these guys, and yeah, they're just like such a dominant unit. They even played my Bucks, and they absolutely destroyed them. So I saw them at their best that day too. But um, yeah, they're just doing unbelievable things. Now the second part to this is interesting. So even when Chase Daniel had to come in as the quarterback, I still like I would use him on DraftKings. I would feel confident using the Bears in a bet because I think a lot of the success is because of Nagy. You know, who, you know, did all that great stuff in Kansas City, you know, made Alex Smith have such a great year, and then he comes and does this. Like Trubisky, you were just talking about it. Nobody thinks that he's a a great quarterback, but look what he's been able to do under Nagy. Like, he's making unbelievable throws on the run that I don't even think, you know, I'm sure he would have thought about it, but Nagy's probably like, yo, just let it fly, bro. We got a couple guys. And Daniels was in KC with Nagy, too. Yes, absolutely. Daniels been passed around. I think he's like the ultimate backup. Something crazy, like seven or eight years he's but, been with Nagy. But I remember like Chase Daniel, like he was awesome at Missouri. And then I, uh, Thanksgiving on DraftKings, I used him. I, I used him as a quarterback, and he was a oh, lot cheaper. And I yeah, felt confident because I was like, look, he's probably just going to do a bunch of screen passes, which Trubisky is doing a lot of too. So I just I love what they got going on in Chicago, and especially too where it's cold. You kind of you got to compact that offense a little more, like a lot more running, a lot more screen passes, because you're not throwing deep balls in the windy city. Oh, yeah, you see what happens when you try to. Goff does yep. four interceptions. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> they probably And they probably draft a wide receiver for, for Trubisky this year. Uh, they probably go with, like, you know, because of the win, they're probably going with a, a you know, a guy that runs good slants and, and a, a quicker guy rather than, uh, oh, you know. definitely. Uh, even, though, even though we saw Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall, both two big, deep red zone threats have success in Chicago. So. Yep. You know, well, that uh, was smoking Jay. Yeah, we got smoking Jay with the fucking yeah. rubber arm. <laughs> He's drunk throwing him throwing I him par for par with Patrick Mahomes. Who was their 
Super Bowl quarterback? Was it Grossman? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Okay, that's right. Yeah, I couldn't remember who that was. Re- yeah, Rex Grossman. That's right. And he had former a uh, Florida Gator great Rex Grossman. <laughs> Florida Gator great. Uh, update oh, by the they way. They used to call him X Grossman in uh, yes. in college because he was addicted you, to ecstasy. You remember who told you that story? <laughs> I, me. I believe it was you. me. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, should I tell that story? Because I don't want to incriminate Rex Grossman on this highly, highly listened to podcast. You know? Yeah. Now yeah, like ninety thousand people are gonna tweet at Rex Grossman and be like, "Yo, where's the party at, bro?" I mean, if you've got some. Well, I can't be doing it. Why, why Look, you got some? With the brain, right? You know how it puts <laughs> yeah, yeah. holes in the brain? No, I, can, I, can't, yeah, I cannot some? afford it. I cannot afford that all video that. video is fucking great. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Oh, jeez. It always gets off the rails when Al's here. I love it. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> makes what did the I best, do? Makes the what best did episodes. I do? Oh, man. But, you know, that's great for the Bears. Happy for them. Probably my favorite NFC team. But another one of my favorite NFC teams, the Saints. Barely uh-huh. beat the Panthers. Kind of a weird ending to that game. Really bad for people who had a minus five and a half, and they decide to go for two. And Breeze throws an interception that gets run back for two points. That really wasn't great. Also, the uh, fucking really, uh, uh, the the end zone fumble. Yes. Oh yeah, that too. That was fucking stupid, dude. Can we talk about this fucking rule? I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I don't why get is it not? Either. Why is it not out of bounds on uh, on the one yard line? Saints ball. That's how it should be. It's a stupid rule to have it be a touchback and then the other team gets it. It's a turnover touchback. You get it at the 25. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. I think it's exciting. I, I That's what someone posed. I was watching the game. Someone posed it to me that way too, like just kind of playing devil's advocate. That like It's just like another thing, like another wrinkle that like is your last line of defense or extra motivation to play for the defense. And it's like offense is like easy enough in today's NFL like – Yes, you I, might as well I, I like agree. give the defense that that me one and that thing. person would have gotten along just fine. And the way I like to look at it, it's like Powerball from American Gladiators, where they're trying to go for the the <laughs> cylinder, right? And they're trying to dive for that shit. And they get it knocked away. It's minus points. Now you don't even get the ball. Uh, yeah, that was wild. That that between that and the uh, the not kicking the um, not kicking the extra point, going for two and having it return for the two yeah. points that really you know i would have covered if they didn't do that that would have been really i mean great. it's just crazy there's someone in america that like can't pay rent now because of that yes yeah that is sad it's like it's, it's fucked up but it's like <laughs> it's true sad. like we're pissed okay i lost like 50 bucks pay your bills folks definitely yeah. pay your bills but like there's someone who just their kids going now going to community college for two years because they just <laughs> let's talk about yeah let's talk about bills for a sec right you say you wanted to get diversified for a sec if you can't pay your bills because of betting, you you got a problem, man. 1-800-GAMBLER, folks. 1-800-GAMBLER. Either that or go over to thedool.com or bleacherfan.com and get your picks there Absolutely. and start winning. Absolutely. Thedool.com. Yeah, oh, start, my yeah, goodness, exactly. folks. Start oh winning. We will get to that. So much great content out there. I was hot this weekend. I was the hottest man alive this weekend when it came to <laughs> you could have You couldn't beat me if you had a 10 foot uh, I didn't know Leo DiCaprio died. Oh! Yeah. Oh, oh! man, dude. You have no idea, Dave. You have no idea. I mean, we will get to that in a minute. We have a couple more things to talk about real quick before that. Um, one being that the Saints lose back to back for the first time this the Rams. season. Rams. Rams lose back to back. Did right. I say Saints? Yeah. Yeah, I meant to say Rams. I meant to say Rams. I looked at Rams written on my phone and still said Saints because I'm dumb as shit. But the Rams lose back to back for the first time this season. 
I think they uh I think they could potentially be out pretty early in the playoffs too. They're starting to show some real weakness here. Wow. I don't Wow, that's a strong proclamation. Yeah. You I mean, know what it is? It's the Saints defense and the fact if they get home field advantage, like they are gonna be unbelievable. Uh they, they, that team is just so much different at home than they are anywhere the else. Saints. So yeah, so that's, Rams. We're talking Ah. Now. Well, sorry. We're talking about the Rams. I was looking at my phone for a sec. My bad. Anywho, well, actually, same thing. To be quite honest with you, and you know, honestly, we saw Goff in in New Orleans. That it went well, but you know, definitely could have been better. Um, and then again in Chicago, you know, this is just a Rams team that wants to be at home. But again, back to the Saints, though. As I was saying, far and away, number one. That defense is unbelievable. Oh yeah. And the they, Saints, they're, they're the favorite in my mind, honestly. By the way, I was looking at my phone. I bet I was distracted. And, again, if I showed you what I was looking at, too, you would be distracted as well. So. Yeah, it's fair. Very <laughs> right, fair. No. Oh, play as fuck up. It's, play it's, up. it's crazy how quick people are to bail on golf, I've noticed. I'm seeing a lot I mean, of, six like... picks in, through two games is not good. I know. And, I mean, and I'm not even saying they're necessarily wrong, but people are, like... I mean, three weeks ago, this guy was, like seriously in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Like, he wasn't probably going to win it, but he there was an argument there. And now people are like, he's not a good quarterback. And it's just like, I'm not a, I'm not okay with that type of swing. Um, and yeah. I feel like it's happening with Wentz, too, um, where he's just kind of, like, coming back from a down year. Like, I don't know. People that thought the Eagles were going to have, like, another great year, I don't know what you were oh. thinking. Like, you sold your they fucking were... soul for that Super Bowl. There's no fucking chance you guys are going to be good this year. And they'll have and those know, memories forever. Yeah. Well, yeah, not all gonna, of them. The poles are still greased. It. Yeah. They're going to have it now. They're going to get – everyone's getting high on the Eagles again. They're like, oh, Nick Foles got to run the table, going to get us into the playoffs, another Super Bowl. I the tell you what, he's got some kind of magic. He's got some kind of magic. He does. I mean, they looked good last night. Yo, uh, he's going to get, night, like, the Matt Flynn really contract good. if he fucking carries them to the playoffs. He doesn't have to win a game. If he gets the Eagles into the playoffs – He's going to get some fucking stupid contract from, like, a, a dumb team like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yes, or something. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, he, he's, we he's, can get into he's young now. still. He's pretty young still. He's, what, 30, 31? He's been around, Nick Foles, you know? And people forget, too, remember he had the seven touchdowns in the one game? Yep. So that's, like, you know, he's in NFL lore, apparently. Didn't but, he have a season? Didn't he go 28-2? and two in his Yes, yes he, he did. His first, year, his first stint with the Eagles. People were yeah. all over Nick Foles, and and then he went to he got traded for Sam Bradford and was terrible. Yes, oh my God, dude, what what were they thinking? Chip Kelly, man. By the way, offshoot. What the hell was he doing in Philly? I don't know. Remember, he got rid of Shady. He got, gone, he got rid of every. He broke the whole to, damn thing. He tried up. to put together a fucking all star team, and they were terrible. But you know what's funny? All right, what if they kept together with Sean McCoy, Deshaun Jackson, all these other guys? Didn't win a Super Bowl. Still had like all those excited. Believe it, the Eagles' offense back in the day with Vic and those guys was oh my unbelievable. God. That was sick. But and I said back in the day, it was like ten years yeah, ago. Not even. But it, they <laughs> still got a Super Bowl out of it though, which is amazing. You know, they did. They did eventually. At so some point, did. all those events led to them winning a Super Bowl. I really thought they were going to win it in in '04 uh, when they played the Patriots. I thought they were the better team. I mean. Yeah, Terrell Nick Owens Nab. had like a broken leg. Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. that was, I'm a big T.O. guy. Nine catches for like 140 I'm a huge yards T.O. Touchdown. guy. Like, Love that. Love that. Yeah, I'm a big T.O. guy. That was a yeah. crazy game. Like, T.O.'s in the same Say, lore me. as like Jordan to me in, in the sense that like, I think Jordan could come in and absolutely average like 9 to 12 points a Did game. Did you just compare 
T.O. to Michael Jordan? Listen, yes, in the sense that in their <laughs> old age, I think they can whoa. come back in and be productive. Jordan, obviously, is much more tied to his IQ of the game and the way he kind of, like, talks and intimidates people and just... It's, it's much more... Basketball, you can stay there and spot up. And sure. And, take, I, you know, your one dribble, jab, step, jump shots. Like, you tell me Jordan can't hit four or five jump shots in a game, in an NBA game today? Like, you're crazy. I don't care if the guy is 65. See, and I'm not even a big Jordan guy. Like, I, like when... I shouldn't say I'm not a big Jordan guy, but at least in the Jordan versus LeBron debate, I always go LeBron. He's just so much bigger and more dynamic. He's a game changer. Strongly but, disagree, but we're not getting into that right now. We're not. We're not. Um, but, but in the sense... <laughs> Oh, I go comparing it comparing him to T.O. in the sense that like I think T.O. can come back and like dude, the dude ran oh, a like 440 yeah like sure. he yeah. can come back and and give you three catches for 45 yards like on on an occasional week like there's I'm not saying he's gonna fucking wow anybody but can he get 25 to 35 catches for 450 yards and two touchdowns in a year yeah a he good can point. That's a good Absolutely. point. But it's time, guys. It's that time of week. Everyone's favorite time of week. It's the Bleacher Bookie Best Bets. Oh, Last sh- week, your Wait, boy went. This is my favorite time of the week. I thought yeah. my favorite time of the week was Thursday, Thursday. Well, yeah, but this is all right, time all of right. the podcast. This Second is favorite, favorite time segment of the week. on the podcast. Gotcha, gotcha. But <laughs> last week on my picks for the episode, I went one and one. The over in uh, the Steelers' pats didn't hit. It was 50, I think I had it at 53 and a half when we did the episode. They only combined for 27. It really was not great offensively for either of them, so that sucks. But the Browns plus three, that was my real lock of the week, and they won by a point. I also, in real life, outside of here, on Saturday, doubled down on the money line and that, and the spread, won both of those. I had the Texans minus six and a half. We won that. Had Cortland Sutton over uh, three and a half receptions, which was basically free money with uh, Emmanuel Sanders out. That was literally over three and a half receptions for Cortland Sutton. He ended up like six or seven. I mean, come on. What are they doing with that line? Give me that all day. Had a couple other nice. Had a couple. Oh, I had the under in the Browns, uh, the the Browns-Denver game under 47. That was a lock. I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't ask for a better Saturday for me. I love Saturday NFL football. Al, that mic is so muted right now, it's not even funny. Are you serious? (laughs) Jesus. What were you you saying? I could see you you were saying something. (laughs) That's a really nice play with the under on uh, on the Cleveland-Denver game. And that brings us to how Dave won at least one of his picks last week because I took that from my man Jones. He had the under in the Denver-Cleveland game, I believe, last week. What Did I pick the I, – I think I did pick the over in that game. Did, no, no, you picked the under. Oh, you're right. And Look it, at it, me, being smarter I, without even realizing <laughs> it. Boy, you're good. You're so yeah. good you don't even remember. Yeah. that last week, and I literally <laughs> locked it in right then. I was like, you know what? He's so right. I'm like, there's no way. Denver, I'm like, they're at mile high. Saturday night, it's the Browns and the and the Broncos. There's no way. They combined for like 33 or like 31 points. What was it? 16-15 was the final there? Yeah, something like that. Wow. Yeah, that was that – was, that was, I mean, I was out um, at a bar watching, the, and that one I just kind of like – it was later in the night. You know, the drinks had been flowing. I looked up. There was the start of the fourth quarter, and they had like – they had – I think that was flowing. the score at the start of the fourth quarter. I don't think they – I don't think they – uh 
scored it all in the fourth. And I was like, oh, man, I'm real nervous. And then all of a sudden I looked up and there was like what felt like a minute later and there was a minute 30 left and they were still the same score. They only had 31 combined points. So nice. that was a great, great feeling for me to look up what felt like 30 seconds later and see that the game was over. Hey, uh, before we talk about the lines for this week, I just want to mention there are so many line swings right now. It's It's comical. Comical. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Like, I was just, because, again, we were doing the segment and had to do a little bit of pregame research. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, there are at least four games that have a, a swing of at least three points from the opening line. And it's only Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> amazing. That to me is amazing. All right, let's, uh, let's do this. I'm loving it. You, you want to kick it off, Al? Yes, I do. My favorite pick of the week. It's a huge number, but we're going to lay it anyway. The Indianapolis Colts uh, opened at minus 9, but I'll take them at minus 17 pretty much. They're playing a Giants team that sucks, right? So Indy getting a lot more physical. They got a lot to play for right now. This is a, <laughs> this is not your father's Indianapolis Colts defense right now. These guys are <laughs> locked down, shutting shit down. I think they're going to absolutely mollywop the Giants this weekend. I'm talking like 44 to 6 type of mollywopping this week. I think they're going to <laughs> kick their ass. You just saw what Indy did to the Cowboys last week, who were on a five-game winning streak. I think these guys mean business. They know they need a lot to get into the playoffs. I think they just take care of business, and the Giants can't recover early. Yeah, plus the Giants ain't – they're done. They, yeah. They're, they got they're nothing. Sit they got everyone. nothing. I don't know – so help me God if Saquon Barkley puts on fucking football pads this weekend. Wow. What the hell is wow. he doing? Throw that motherfucker in it. But incubator. fantasy owners need him. Like, they need him. They absolutely need him. I know. I, and I feel for fantasy owners who do need him. But, like, as a Giants fan, go put him in a fucking health center. Get him whatever he wants. Just don't let him near the fucking football field. But I feel like also inactivity could make him softer. Like, he's the kind of guy okay, that you just let him play. Over, like, just let him play. Like, send him I, through Navy SEAL training to, at the end of the year. I just don't me, want him to tear a fucking Saquon, <laughs> To me, Saquon Barkley is just like the epitome of consistency. Like, he's just a guy you let him go, let him go run around the mud. You know, he'll, he'll do it. That's true. And he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I, I mean, like it. What about your uh, over-under? What do you got for that? Ah, oh, jeez. I was not prepared for this one. But I will say this. Um... The Steelers Saints game, we got a total of fifty seven and a half where it opened. I currently see it at fifty three and a half. Yeah. I think we're Four gonna see the five. under in that one. Now, this is different, right? So the this is exactly what's up right here. So we started at fifty seven and a half. Public perception is like, oh shit, man, Steelers Saints, it's gonna be awesome. Guess what? Both of these teams, what they're doing on defense, they kind of build like an umbrella in the secondary where they where they force you to throw short passes. So I feel like both of these teams, they specialize in that shit. So they're two very good tackling teams. I think we're going to see a lot of screen passes, a lot of runs. I don't think this is going to be anywhere near 57.5. I feel like we're going to see maybe like a... Yeah, kind of like what we saw last... Uh, I shouldn't say that. That was absolutely whack as fuck, the 12-9 to game. But I think I think a 23-20 <laughs> game is certainly possible in New Orleans. Yeah, this it's true. I mean, and that indicates it. Like, the, the line dropping three and a half, four points. That's, four. That's, four full that's points fucking, on the total. That's, big, that's, that's sharp money coming in saying, oh, hammer this under. Yeah. You don't, yeah. There's huge money coming in the under for it to drop four points. That's like, that's an insane amount. If it drops one point, it's it's like, oh, shit. 
Like, you got to take yeah, notice. Right. Yeah, it's four points in a day. Within yeah. the day of it opening. I mean, come on. Eh, 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 eh. By the way, the air horn. Oh, I meant to pull. All right, Tommy Bone, we got to talk about this on air, right? So, Casel and I work together. You obviously know this. The fans out there, now they do. So, we had somebody at work complain that I was doing the air horn too much in the morning. Now, I, I have an air horn on my phone, which I will pull up here in a second, but I can also do it with my voice. So, somebody complained, and I didn't even do it like the loudest that I could. I did it at like maybe like a like a three on the volume scale, and somebody fucking bitched and moaned about that shit today. Now here's the air. Now here we go. Here's the phone air horn DJ here real quick. Me. <laughs> right. So like the two are like one and the same, but somebody complained about me doing the the myself version of the air horn. Totally unacceptable behavior. Crazy! Are you people fucking crazy? Come oh, on! I love it. Come I on, girl! It, Come on! That's what I'm saying. I walk in, I'm ready to fucking go. I want to hear the air horn yeah. every morning. Let's fucking you go. It's like a, it's like a whistle opening up the fucking factory in the 1800s. Like wake up time. Let's fucking do it. Now, Tommy Buns, do you know about Timmy trumpets? I don't know about uh, Timmy we gotta play this song right now. It's the ultimate hype jam. The Timmy Trumpets. Who the fuck gym. is Timmy Trumpets? Dude, you're going to hear this song and it's going to change your life. But let's talk about something and I'll pull it up in a sec. That way it gets... Okay, I'll go I'll go, I'll go. go with my picks. Um, so for the spread, I'm going um, following the We Need This Win team. And <laughs> like I'm it. going with the Dolphins minus four oh, yes! over the Jaguars. Yes. Jaguars are on the road. They don't have a good quarterback on the roster. Uh, the Dolphins don't have many great things on the roster, but a lot more than the Jaguars. Uh, the Jaguars are just a team that is trying to lose games on purpose or on accident. I can't really tell. Uh, but yeah, minus four. It's a, obviously you don't really like that minus four number. Can I can I give you your stat that you need for this one? It. Dolphins at home this season six and one. Jags on the road one and five. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Bang bang roll. Ooh. What? Um, yeah, Dolphins. Dolphins minus four. Um, and then for my over under, I am going to go with the. You know what? I'm going to go with the the Chiefs. Chiefs Seahawks over fifty three. I like it. I think it's Ooh, a low. I, like I think it it's a, a lower number. Primetime game. Uh, we all know the success of Russell Wilson and and Pete Carroll in primetime. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has been pretty good too on primetime and every other game this year. So I think 53, I think it's going to be a closer game. The line's minus three, so it's in Seattle. So again, I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I don't see why these teams can't put up four touchdowns each. Casel, okay, so you're a genius, my man. Dude, that is awesome because, all right, l- let's look at this, right? From And from Seattle this, needs, they both need this game. They let, both need it, right? Let, let's just say the game ends with 30 to 23. That would be 53. Like, yeah. that 30 to 23 for Kansas City and Seattle. They could do this shit. They can absolutely do this. Oh, and you got to figure, I mean... Uh, Mahomes is chasing 50 touchdowns right now. Yes, yeah. very true. Very Mahomes true. has two games left to throw five touchdowns, so you got to figure he's at least going to put up three this week. Is All right, good or let's, not? Let's play the song. Let's play the song. Here it is. Timmy Trumpets, folks. 
This shit gets hype AF like oh. real quick. Oh my god. Here we go. What? This is so Jersey. So Jersey. It's the, it's the Jersey shorts, I think. Fuck this thing. We're rolling. We need X Grossman. X Grossman would be all over this. We'll just keep it on. Now we go into Tommy's picks for the week. Let me tell you. It could be. That's a hell of a theme song to open it up is. with. But anyway, this is what I want to play every day at the office to start the day just to fuck with those people. Oh, I'm, I'm down with it. Like, I think you, you have should to. absolutely do that. By the way, I'm definitely telling everybody in the office about this pod tomorrow. Because <laughs> like all the inner in, all the inner workings of the gossip are on here. You absolutely should. We can start a bunch of shit at your work. I love that. Absolutely. But I am going to go with. I'll give you my over under first. I'm going to go with the over in the Texans Eagles game. It's at 45. I like it. I think I like that's. It. I come on. That's that. That's free money, people. Over yeah, 45. Big Dick Nick's Texans, good for a few. Eagles. Whoa. Yeah. You got Nick Foles, you got Deshaun Watson. Come on. I mean, that's just 45. I expect that to be at least 49.50. Actually, on uh, the thejewel.com fantasy power rankings today, Deshaun Watson cracked the top 20. Just the Eagles secondary. Like, again, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about Jared Goff, but the fact that he couldn't take advantage of a banged-up secondary, oh. I think that spells more problems. But... Uh, well, you know what's funny? He threw over 300 yards. He just, like, in terms of fantasy points, he, he wasn't that Could great. put it in the end zone. But I think Deshaun does that. Uh, 45 is very low for this. I agree. And, again, to the Eagles, they still have an outside shot at the playoffs. I think they're going to be playing well. Absolutely. I, and, I, again, I too, I think Deshaun Watson has a pretty big day. I'm talking close to 30 fantasy points in this one. So, yeah, if, he's he's do, if he's doing that, then you're going to hit your over for sure. Absolutely. I think he has a ton of rushing yards yeah. in this game, too. I think he probably throws for two or three touchdowns, and he runs for one, maybe. Maybe this, two. If this was one really matchup that really stuck out oh, that big. I really like this week. I think he's going Individually, yeah. But – Another game for my spread that I like. Where did it go? I like the Bears minus four against the 49ers. They're going to shut down that offense. They're going to put up like maybe they only put up 20 points, but the Niners will be lucky to get more than two field goals. Like they're they're not gonna do shit against. Yeah, it's a low. It's now it's a, a big dick Nick Foles, little dick Nick Mullins. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's going to be wild. I think that also, that under 42.5 is a good bet if anyone if anyone likes the unders out there. I like to stay away from them unless they're a super, super lock. But that, that Bears, Niners, under 42.5, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Now, I, I wanted to chime in here, right? So one could argue that the Niners are playing well right now, that they're playing the Bron- or they beat the Broncos and they beat the Seahawks in back-to-back games. But I'm not one of those people that's gonna do that. I think, like, I think, I think the Bears are gonna steamroll. I, I like, it was funny. Like, I wanted to have one disagreement, but I like everybody's picks. I think they're all awesome here. Uh, but yeah, the Bears, and I, I think too, like, the public perception now. I think pe- with teams going out west, or you know, we saw with the Steelers losing in Oakland, and you know, we've seen it time and time again. But I feel like, you know, teams going out west. I think teams kind of just write them off a little bit. They say, ah, maybe they won't do as well this week. I don't think that's the case. I think the, pair, the Bears see that they have a 
somewhat of a lane towards that number two seed and i think they just absolutely roll the 49ers this week like oh yeah you know they look they got two really good really quality wins in a row i will say that against denver and against seattle both at home they're going to be at home again for the third straight game but again i think the bears come in here and handle business now i will say four is kind of a number that i don't love like if you can get that to three, maybe make right. it as. Uh, by the way, if you bet on Fanduel, they make it real easy with the altered lines. So if you put that in as part of a parlay, it's like a it, it's a better way to cut some of your losses instead of taking a money line bet. But um, yeah, I really think the Bears. I think they handle business, but I would rather have this line at three just to feel safer. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I hate that. When anything, anytime it's four, it's always yeah. Like, just that's a stupid number. That's a trap. That's a but I but I number. but I definitely sympathize with people not wanting to fork over like the extra the extra what like forty fifty bucks that you have to get that line. But right. that that's why I say make it part of a parlay. You know, so you it does, like the loss doesn't seem like as much. Right. Exactly. Yeah, you can roll it together with even like the under in that game because I'm telling you. It's not gonna be not gonna be a whole lot of points there, I don't think, but it, at least enough to cover four. <laughs> sure, sure. But, you know, it's another week, guys. It's an exciting week because it's a Saturday football week. Yes, we've got a few lower level bowl games this week, and we've got football Saturday, Sunday, Monday, oh which is God. Christmas Eve, and then Tuesday on Christmas we have NBA basketball all day Ooh. long with some great matchups. Uh, this is one of the better sports weeks of the year. By the way, I'm working on Christmas Day, so if anybody else wants to be miserable with me, just hit me up on Twitter, 14a.walsh. Just do so. Yeah, but yeah. NBA, uh, like the NBA has saved Christmas. Like oh it's my God. just, it has. It, it's amazing. Like Christmas just, is on the hot seat for sure. I, I'm getting, I've been saying twelve this for consecutive been hours of basketball. Like yep. and they, and they give me they're good because they give me that like hour hour and a half break around dinner time to go eat oh, recharge. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm waking up at a decent hour because it's Christmas. Like now that I'm older, like my mom is the one waking up before me on Christmas, and she's like trying to get me up to open presents. I'm like, yo, <laughs> come back in 45 minutes. Like I need, a, I need a minute. So you get up like 10, 10 or so, and you open your presents. You do whatever you, you do, and and then you maybe eat a little something, and then you, you get a, you get to watch the Knicks lose by 38. Because that's become a tradition on Christmas every year now. So yeah, against the Bucks too this year. Yeah, that's you know be we tough. Uh, let's do it. You're the done. Bucks, the 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 Wizards, the Thunder, whoever the fuck they put in front of us. It's a nice, it's a tradition like no other. By Watch the way, the Knicks get blown out on Christmas. Christmas tickets. You think you know maybe like in the holiday spirit of things you can. You know, oh, it's, maybe it's, have some affordable tickets. Nah, brah. Nah, like, nah. I remember when the schedule was released, I looked, and they were $200 all the way up top. I'm like, I bet hey, you it's like four or 500 to get in the building on. on Christmas. Come on. Let me in on Christmas. You keep me out on Christmas. Just, uh, I mean, obviously next week where we might um, might be our first week without an episode coming around the holidays. You know, what? Tuesday night, our normal recording night is Christmas. So maybe next week will be the first week without an episode. We'll have to talk that about amongst ourselves. But come on, who doesn't want to do a Christmas Day on, night podcast? Maybe they'll get it on Wednesday or Thursday that week. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll get it later. Ah. Well, I, I I don't doubt that it'll happen. I know. I don't. Our, like our Jewish <laughs> listeners are going to be disappointed. Because I see it on Tommy's they face. Don't really He's have like, I got on this, that day, I got but, this shit. You know, we'll we'll make it up to him. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll, we'll do something extra special. Couple sprinkles. But, couple sprinkles. Sneak, yeah, couple sneak sprinkles. peek. LeBron's coming on, on next Wednesday. That's Whoa. why we're pushing it back. Very wow. special guest. Yeah. The brand new LA Laker, LeBron James, wow. will be on the podcast. That's a big get, guys. That's a huge get. No, not LeBron yeah. James. LeBron uh, Jordan. Still. Uh, LeBron, yes, LeBron yes. Williams. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> But we've got some good games, honestly, on Christmas. We got Sixers, Celtics. Like it. We got Bucks, Knicks, Thunder, Rockets, Hate it. Lakers, Warriors, and Trailblazers, Jazz. It's gonna be it's gonna be a pretty eventful afternoon. Yeah, I'm I'm in for all of them. Well, like, hold on, hold on. NBA, wait, they're closing out with Portland, Utah. They always yeah. play the uh, primetime game is like the, no, the dinner like game, and like then that. and then they you got Warriors Lakers at eight o'clock. I like yeah. I like Portland. The five and the eight games are the best games always. I, I like Portland anybody but Utah, but yeah, I mean if that's what you want to do, they NBA, always go close for it. it out with like the secondary Western Conference teams because they're fucking out west. Nah, but at least they have like like the Warriors Clippers have been on in the past. Like they at least have that's a respectable true. game. The Jazz, come on, nobody gives it. Well, like about that. going into the year, the Jazz Blazers nah, are supposed nah, to be great. Nah, matchup yeah but that, like the jazz if they're going to be nationally relevant they have to win a title or go to the conference game like i'm sorry but i'm not watching the utah jazz to me get out of my I, face I, I miss see, me with that so shit, i view bro. christmas day basketball like the same way i view like thursday night football at least there's football on at least there's basketball on yeah. like yeah, no, i'm sitting at home chilling like i got everything i just got some gifts i got a bunch of food around me i got friends and family like that's a happy place if there's ever been one, you know? To, and if you're adding in NBA basketball, I'm, I'm all about it. To add on to Christmas, by the way, talk like it was on the hot seat. Absolutely, Christmas was on the hot seat. Now that you're older and buying shit for people becomes oh, more yeah. the priority as That's opposed true. to getting shit. That's true. Dude, this is not a fun time. Like, I have you to definitely cut, pump out I, more I money to, than you come I had in. to cut back this weekend because I know I got to get, like, a gift card for, like, Eight different people. I've been cutting back for like four months. Why? Like to yeah, me, I, no. To I, me, I, that's I not appealing. I'm struggling right now. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was together. trying to. I was trying to drink eight Tito sodas on Saturday, and I'm like, nah. I gotta get a couple of gift cards instead. No. Yeah. Not my favorite holiday. I don't think so. You know, last week was a really bad week to get killed on the books. Really bad yes. timing for that to happen. At what? At what age? At what age do you start pumping out more money than that's coming in for Christmas? Because when you're a kid, you're getting all these gifts. You're not pumping out a dime. Right. Well, you, you got to be a stockbroker and invest in like, uh, well, not Toys R Us, obviously, but you know, some maybe Amazon. Yeah, Amazon would have been going go. back in there the day. Go, yeah. The minute you get a serious girlfriend, Dave. The minute you're older than 18 and have a serious girlfriend is the minute that you start pumping out more than you get in at Christmas. Yeah. yeah oh my true. god, Christmas is a killer. Is that, is literally, the, I, that's the name I of my new rap album. Christmas it. is a killer. I like Christmas because of the atmosphere. Like, like we were just talking about. I love that. Just that's a one day a year. I just fucking I'm at home. I don't got shit going on. I got a million basketball games on. I got people I I for the most part like around me, and <laughs> and uh, and I just it's a it's a no worries day. There's like three of those left in my life a year. So. It is a no exactly, and you get like you know maybe maybe you get a little uh, get a little you know edible treat for yourself you know break off a little piece exactly of yeah and I also and a little bit of bark I also don't like you know I'm not trying to like be around doing a bunch of shit with people it's my one day it's a, one of those days where you can be like you know I'm not gonna fucking do that I'm it's Christmas fuck you right yeah, gonna, it's acceptable right. to be like I don't give a fuck fuck yeah. you I'm doing this I'm I'm sitting at home on the couch. Drinking, smoking, watching basketball, eating, 
being around people I like. I don't. It's Christmas. I don't want to fucking see you. Yeah, there's like three days you can do whatever you want. It's Christmas, your birthday, and obviously America's birthday, July Fourth. Yeah, you can yeah. do it. those three days. It's, it's just like a it's for real. Like that's literally what it. That's what it's down to. Even Thanksgiving is like a fucking chore. Now. I can't. Wait I love Thanksgiving, but it's it's more of a chore than Christmas. Tommy, you a golfer at all? A golfer, yes. Nice, dude. We gotta get the uh, first an- first annual Big invitational. Yes. Uh, podcast invitational. Yeah, it I like this your podcast nice. invitational. Nice. All right. This yeah, absolutely. Gonna do. We're gonna do it at Dave's home course of uh, Shinnecock. Oh, yes. <laughs> this partnership is working out real nice. Yeah, this is gonna... working out great. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 break par. We will we will show those those tour pros what's up at that course. I'm a scratch but, golfer. I'm not even breaking par, Shinnecock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting like 82 at Shinnecock on a good day. <laughs> okay. Uh, that means I'm not I mean, Tiger's down. putting up like 76. Who the fuck am I? That's true. That's a couple true. notches below. A couple notches. Yeah. Oof. That's true. But, you know, before we go to um, defend the wall, we're already talking about NBA, so we'll keep it rolling with that. Who's hot right now, guys? Who's the hottest team in the league to you guys right now? Talking NBA? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's tough like because everyone, all the good teams are pretty much doing the same. I know it, it pains me to say because it's like two of the teams that are the mem that hold members of my two least favorite players in the NBA, but the Lakers and the Thunder are they've they've been climbing the ranks. Like, and you got teams like the the Jazz and the Pelicans and the Blazers kind of tailing off. I know the Blazers have kind of come back a little bit recently, but they, it, you know, it's it's weird. Um, I didn't. I gotta admit, I didn't think the Lakers would be this relevant this quick. Me either. Uh, I did not think that they would either. And I don't. I also don't think they're as relevant as they are. They their schedule has been fairly easy up to this point. And like even some of the teams, like you, traditionally, they played the Spurs. I think three times already. And they the Sp- did. Yes, they played back to back. Yes, and the Spurs aren't the Spurs this year. Last year, like yeah. that's a, the the Lakers' strength of schedule has been weaker than than people than their than people think. They're not as good as their record indicates right now because of that. Um, I mean, I guess they they are, but they they've got a tougher road ahead. You are you always are what your record is, but they've got a tougher road ahead than they've they've been through. Um, and I think the same a little bit goes for OKC, but I think people really got to start giving Paul George a lot of credit because yes. he's the fucking oh, yeah. difference maker in OKC. And I don't know if it was Melo or or uh, Russell Westbrook's ability to kind of be more of a facilitator this year, um, which has always kind of been one of my biggest issues with him. But Paul George is is really you know turning that that team around. Um, I think it's a little bit addition by subtraction with Melo, just for ball movement's sake and like kind of the you know Melo is Melo, so you got to get a minutes type of thing. Um, he got. But I I don't want to take it away from Paul George. I think Paul George is is like literally conversation first team All NBA. My oh, yeah, my my biggest compliment to Paul George is that he can tolerate playing with Russell Westbrook because That's now true. again too like Russell Westbrook is unbelievable, but he like playing with him has to be an absolute like laborious task right like just a guy that's all over the court taking your stats like in every single way imaginable and paul george <laughs> you know he's no punk like he's the number one guy that's true you know like, like he doesn't want you know some asshole jumping in the way for his rebounds and all that kind of stuff because again you know like yes paul george is going to get paid money but again in the nba it, it matters about 
you know, how many rebounds you're pulling down and all the stats you're bringing and all that kind of stuff. So I like that. All right, so hold up. I had a, lot, I had a couple teams I wanted to talk about who I think are hot right now. So one from each uh, one from each conference. Number one, the Indiana Pacers. They were even getting it done without Victor Oladipo doing a great job. So props Seven to them. Oladipo coming back. I'm actually going to see him in person on Friday night against the Nets. So I'm very excited about that. Uh, by the way, Nets 63-62 at half against the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. So that was pretty cool. There you go, Nets. Um, and then um, the the team on the other coast was the Houston Rockets, winners of four straight, getting back over five hundred. I know it was a ridiculous fucking start for them, but it seems like they're starting to put it back together. James Harden's able to take five steps whenever he wants, so that's always going to be a big. <laughs> yeah, that thing. was fucking ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! That was crazy. <laughs> like, think about the equivalent of that in any other job. They would be like. E- yeah, you're fired. That's like me stealing ten grand from the yeah, fund fund. Exactly. I don't. I don't get it. Like, you're walking out the door with the entire like refrigerator full of beer, <laughs> and like, like what do you? It's just don't dare. It's just don't so blatantly not the right thing to do in your job, and it just got let go. I did. I did respect oh, his response man. though. Uh, when he got asked about it after the game, the guy was. He's like, "What do you want me to fucking tell him myself?" Like, yeah, right? Yeah, what do you... Yeah. What? I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, By totally the way, completely missed the mark on the uh, Nets halftime score. 62-57 Nets. Oh, even better. Yeah. Even better. You yeah. hate to Ooh, see LeBron. a guy like LeBron lose oh. to a less superior team. You, you just hate point, to see it. The Nets actually play LeBron really well. I just... I remember a lot did, of the games hey, that they played did, well against him. Like, or, I'm sorry. they beat the Raptors earlier? Like, two weeks ago? Did yes, they, the they did. They yeah. did. Nets are on a five-game winning streak right now. Yeah, Nets are the Nets are giving teams some trouble. Um, you know, obviously I'm gonna bring it up. My guys yeah, have figured it out a little team? bit. Eight and two in their last ten. I love to see that. Yeah. They won six in a row before their loss to Detroit the other night. Seems like they're figuring it out right now. They're in fifth. Set only three and a half games separates them and the Raptors at one. So, you know, that first place is still looking more not out of the question than it was last time we talked about it. No, I like that, dude. Everybody knows the Celtics probably have the deepest roster in the NBA. Like, there's no doubt about that. They probably got the best coaching as well. Um, you know, again, I'm not in on the X and O sessions. But, again, the the Celtics, they did not have a good start. But just look for them to just keep chugging and chugging and chugging. They're going to they're gonna be just fine. All this- right now, yeah, they're at the point where they break off, like, four or five, six wins in between every loss. Their, their that's roster what, is that's what they need to do. Their roster is too good to fail. That's just it. They have so many quality players; it's ridiculous. What about this? The Anthony you're welcome Davis for the stuff. trade too, by the way. Yeah, they're like I, you know, they. So you guys have four potential first round picks in this year's draft. Three for sure, potentially four. Do yeah. you trade all four of those first round picks? Plus, I mean, it's got to be minimum Jalen Brown, and. I mean, you got to make the salaries match. He makes 25. It, it might have to be. Do you trade Gordon Hayward, Jalen Brown, and all four first-round picks for Anthony Davis? Wow. 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 I think that's the uh, price. You know I, what's I crazy? honestly think that's the price. You know what's crazy? How do you say no to that? How do you say no to that? You can't. Four picks I, plus two I, legitimate I, starters. I would, I would, yeah, I would do it. And the salaries I match. Because Jason Tatum's oh going to be an all-star at some point. Well, Anthony he's Davis he's not. It was top five players in the league. It was what Jalen uh, Brown, Hayward, and four first rounders. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like you know damn well though that New Orleans would ask for Jason Tatum. Like 
Especially if you're getting Anthony Davis in return. But like maybe you give Tatum and two of the first rounders for AD. I don't do that yeah, if, if I'm you're Boston. throwing if you're throwing Tatum Yeah, in, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you're throwing absolutely. Tatum in that brings that that keep you getting less draft picks. Yes, absolutely. If you're at, if you're well, getting Tatum. But if how do you keep, I would give up Brown Hayward the yeah. you're getting Hayward, like how do you That's say no to sure. that as a, as sure. the New Orleans Hornet or New Orleans oh, you Pelicans? Don't. You don't because Four you're not, first you That's six That's six players. A bona fide yeah. all-star Ooh. and a young, proven, at minimum high, high-profile role player. Oh, absolutely. He'll be. You know what? He's kind of having a down year this year, Jalen. But we we've seen what he can do. He, but the whole team like, is. Free. You know, like the whole. T- it's just kind of what's happened this year. With what exactly? Let's talk about this then. All right. Would you rather have a superstar or would you rather have that well-rounded team? See, I think that someone like Anthony Davis is what this team is missing and if you Hayward and Brown like we have a surplus of forwards right now you still have Jason Tatum you still have Marcus Smart for his defense as as the two you have Kyrie you have Terry Rozier and Rozier can play the one and the two you you know who I love the most Marcus Morris so can Kyrie love that dude love that dude Marcus Morris is a G he is a G that that is. is how you describe Marcus Morris a G yeah, he doesn't he is, fuck around. And you know what? If they, I'm telling you, I would that, I wouldn't even think twice about giving up all that for Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is a top five, maybe top like oh, uh, yeah. Kawhi back, not a top. He's on. Un- he's unarguably top. top five. He could very well win MVP this season. If yeah, you don't think exactly. Anthony Davis is a top five player in the NBA, you have no fucking idea. You what You bumped your head about. a couple times. Even even if he Dick. comes and he doesn't put up the same amount of points because you know obviously there's only one ball. But if he doesn't put up the same amount of points, he's still going to pull down fucking 20 rebounds a game, if not more. Tom, like, Tommy just used one of my favorite lines. There's only one ball on the court. Yeah, there's only one ball. One of my favorite still, lines I mean, ever. Can you imagine Kyrie dropping dimes to Anthony uh, Davis in the post? Like, come on. That, who doesn't want to watch I that? think that's, a, that's, a, like, uh, that's, a, that's what keeps Kyrie in Boston. Yeah, I think, yeah. and I think that's what's yes. motivating this. These reports, I think there's, I think there's validity to Kyrie and AD trying to team up, and if they can make it happen in Boston, Kyrie's going to stay. But if not, he's going to walk. And I think that those reports of them saying we're going to do whatever it takes to beat the Lakers, Anthony Davis, I think that's fueled by Kyrie. You think Danny Ainge and Kyrie haven't talked? Like Danny Ainge is one of the top five GMs in the league. No questions asked. If he, if you don't think he knows the impending possibilities of Kyrie's free agency and what it means for him to stay, what it means for him to walk, you're crazy. Kyrie, I think, has literally come to him and said, "Like, you want to keep me? Get AD." I dig that. Let me, That's let me, it. let me play evil Boston GM for a sec, right? Let <laughs> let Kyrie go kick rocks elsewhere. Bring in Kevin Durant. Have that trade for Anthony Davis, and you keep Terry Rozier as your point guard because he is another G. He's even more of a G right now at his age than Marcus Morris is at his own age. I mean, that's a, that's another. Great I love option. Terry Rozier. He's the man. Option. Terry Rozier is the fucking man. He is the way he played in the playoffs last year. He won oh, everybody in the city of Boston over. Absolutely, he, he won every Celtics fan over. I, I just love this team as a whole because there's so ma- it's so deep like you said. Yeah. There's so many guys that you just love. You're not worried at all when anyone's on the floor. You have arguably the best coach in the NBA. It's like it's it's tough to not love this team, and I think 
if they get someone like Anthony Davis or Kevin Durant, either through free agency or trade, that's going to put this team at a level. It's going to be the 1980s all over again. You know, and we're going to be the top team in the East. For the you know, it's the worst when the Patriots are the the most struggling team in Boston sports right now. I saw the Bruins beat the Habs four nothing last. I see yeah, it. I see it, bro. I see it scrolling across the bottom. See, you know what sucks though? This was a year though. Once the Red Sox won. You start getting that buzz on like the sports radio around here. They're like, "Could this be a year that all four teams <laughs> win the championship?" Uh, that'd be terrible like, for the rest of the world. Yeah, that'd oh be so God. bad. That's all we need. Honestly, we don't need you scumbags all winning all four. If that happened, <laughs> that would be. You guys would have to kick me off the podcast. You guys, <laughs> you guys would have to find a new host because I would be insufferable. You guys would. Uh, you wouldn't win a title for eighty years after that. That would be and the only. Honestly. We could never win a title again, and I've already seen more titles in my lifetime than the generation before me saw in like eighty years. So you know, we yeah, rub it in, rub it in, Tommy. How rub many, how many rub titles have you seen? Yeah. I've seen, I've seen eight. I've seen four Red Sox, five Patriots, and I've seen eleven. I've seen uh, Bruins, the Celtics. Five Patriots and four Red Sox. No doubt. And I mean, realistically, you robbed me of two more Patriots. <laughs> That's right. That's you right. Eli. Eli. The ro- and then Lane Johnson robbed me of another Patriots. Realistically, I should have seen seven or eight Patriots championships. I think you. I, mean, I think you're doing just fine. Yeah. No, I think so too. But. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't never have too many. I knocked Casel's audio out. Oh, that's okay. Dave doesn't need to hear shit. Dave's just, Dave, Dave is just, he just he's muted by, the mic now. Like, he looks like he's ready to record a track right now with the headphones he got on. You too, man. I'm, oh, just, me, I'm chilling dude, with the earbuds. I don't, have, I, I don't have my mic, so I'm using my ah, Xbox headset gotcha. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I kicked up with feet in front of the fireplace. <laughs> Loving it. Oh man, yeah. Well, all right, guys. We're, Dave, can you hear us? Not yeah, yet. I, I can uh, hear you. I can uh, hear you. All right, we're gonna go into defend the wall now. Ooh. We'll let our we'll let our guest Al go first. Thank you. A through D, Al. A for Al. A for Al. Al, the Rams will not make it to the NFC Championship game. I think that's kind of easy to say right now, right? With the way that Jared Goff is playing, he's just not at that elite level that we need. Yes, 300 yards last week against the battered Eagles secondary, but again, there's a lot more problems too. You know, like Marcus Peters even had a play where uh, Josh Adams ran in for the touchdown the other day, and he kind of just slacked it off there as well. Um yeah, I, this could. Yeah, I think this Rams team. Look, there's a lot of high-profile names on here. You know, they had a lot of success early on this season. Now we're seeing a start. Uh, see them start to struggle a little bit right now. So, maybe, who knows? Maybe that locker room's a little messed up right now. We got the Saints rocking and rolling. That looks like they could have home field for the rest of the playoffs. We talked about the Bears earlier. I know the Cowboys, you know, kind of slacked off last week and got shut up or shut out. But that's still a team that was on a five-game winning streak prior to uh, last week. So I think there's more than enough talent going on right now uh, in the NFC to clearly say that the Rams will not be in the NFC playoffs or the NFC championship game, rather. Hey, I love that. But you brought up Marcus Peters. 
What did you guys think of the video, of Marcus Peters? Let me let me just play it for the people real quick. <laughs> yes. How awesome was that? He just comes right up and he's like, "Oh, what did you just say to me?" <laughs> God, Yo, I always wanted like that to happen with like a player, and they walk up to the wrong fucking fan, and they just like get clocked like how great would it be if the guy like the guy just marcus peters thought he was some like 510 average dude and then he just like stands up out of his seat and he's like 68 and MMA walks out and, yeah and and just beats the living piss out of fucking marcus peters and it's all caught on video after marcus peters threw like the first punch like you'd never live that down for the rest of your career never you're the guy that got just got shit kicked out of him by a fan that would Dude, be like I want that to happen to any player ever who talks shit to a fan. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the time, that's like it's the fans' fault and like the fans being an asshole and like probably deserves it. And like as a player, I can only imagine you like you fucking deal with that shit every day. It can get tiring as fuck. But like it would be so great just one time. Like some player who's like an asshole. Like you know what? Have it be Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is the fucking king of talking and not doing shit. Like when that guy in Philly gave him uh, the yeah. right, right on the baseline. Some just, po- just yeah. Like- Russell Westbrook wouldn't get into a fight if you fucking paid him to. Yeah. Like, he is, he's the ultimate fucking talker. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, until someone's holding him back, and then he wants to fight. I believe his G-Unit once called Ja Rule, bitch made. Yeah. Bitch made. He did it last man. night. He did it last night. Russell Westbrook started that whole fucking fight with the Bulls. He started it. Yeah. <laughs> he was fucking started. He fucking he got in a shoving match with Chris Dunn and then immediately threw his fucking hands up. Couple couple like, nights earlier too, Steven Adams got into something with a fan on the baseline in Denver and then Russ came over late trying to look tough, but Yeah, the Jokic thing. As soon as Jokic got involved, Russ was like, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> like, dude, Jokic would put you in a fucking casket. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, He'd fucking dang. hammer the nail in and fucking dig the grave. Ooh. Oh, Dave! Luckily, seed for casket is still an option on here. Nice. But we also have we also have B and D. So, which one do you want for your first defend the wall? All right. What what can you uh? What I'm gonna go with B. B. Dave, the Browns are gonna make the playoffs. Oh boy. Um. I mean, I think they. What do they have to do besides win out? They need to win out. The Steelers need to lose the last two, and someone else needs to lose as well. I believe the um... just arguing from a Browns perspective for them to win yeah. out. Like they've clearly found the guy. Baker Mayfield is is someone who he's a game changer. Um, you know, you hear it so much. He's got the it stuff, the it gene, whatever you want. He's like Tim Tebow if he was good at football and had sex with girls. <laughs> um so <laughs> I think I think Baker Mayfield if anyone's going to do it he's clearly the, the you know the best rookie quarterback in terms of what what see, what they've done this season. Um and you know everyone was kind of in the same spot on draft night like oh shit they really just took Baker number 1 overall like Baker it was he was like maybe going to the Jets maybe you know later maybe in the, the Broncos Yeah maybe, maybe the Broncos like- maybe you know someone's going to trade up in the later uh, single digits, like you know, eight, nine, ten, um, and he went one, and people were like, "Yo, 
fucking for real Browns, like for real Cleveland, and he's pulled it off. Uh, I got to say that, you know, uh, Dorsey knows what he's doing. Um, so I, I, I think the, the Browns are kind of that team that has nothing to lose, you know. They, they were – their expectations were two or three wins this year. Like, you know, if they got a, if they got a game, it was great. So the Browns are that, that team who's got nothing to lose, and they're going to play like it. Um, and Baker's kind of played that way his entire career. So I think it's kind of a comfort zone for Baker. I think so too. I think the uh, the, the Browns have been really impressive this year. I think that obviously, um, you know, we, we talked about it before the season started. I think a few of us said we saw them as good as maybe being six or seven wins and look at where they're at right now, you know. Prediction true. They uh, they ended up pulling through and I think, you know, whoever they hire as their next head coach is going to make all the difference there. You know, maybe a Mike McCarthy would fit in well there. I think that could be really good for that organization. I've heard rumblings of possibly Bruce Arians coming out of retirement yep. and going to coach the Browns. I think he said – I think Arians said the only place he would coach is Cleveland. And I think that what he did with Carson Palmer, imagine what he could do yes. with Baker Mayfield. Oh, my God. That literally – when I heard that he wanted to come – he would come out and coach the Browns if it, the opportunity arose, I literally like – my, I, I got like butterflies in my stomach. I got so excited at that. I want that to happen. Tommy, that would, I, yeah, that would be great. I, I think Arians to the Browns. Give me all of that. Uh, that was quoted. Like I, I remember listening to the interview because I remember NFL Reddit. By the way, if uh, anybody's out there is oh, not reading great. it, unbelievable. Um, that that was on there, and I heard the clip where he said, uh, "I think it was what like you know which jobs would you come back for?" And he was adamant, like Cleveland, Cleveland. Like, like, just real doing it. And they asked him about Green Bay, and he's like, no, nah, that's not the one that I want. I want Cleveland. So that that seems to be a good fit. I will say that. That would be – it would be fun to watch him coach that yeah. team. I think next year that team is going to put people on notice. Bruce Arians is a Cleveland guy, right? Yeah. Like, him and Cleveland are like spaghetti and meatballs. That would just be I just I just thinking of what what he did with uh, uh, Carson Palmer. Yeah. I can't even imagine what he could do with Baker Mayfield. That literally the prospect of that just that just that gets me jazzed, man. If anything gets me going, that gets me going. Nice. <laughs> Very but nice. We're gonna kick it back to you, Al, and you have C or D to choose from. Well, let's go with D since I went on the, the A spectrum of it. Let's go to the Oppo one. Alright, we'll go we'll go D. Uh well, a report uh, came out that the Mets GM said that, in his eyes, they're the favorite to win the NL East. Lulz. And, you know, the Mets are the favorite to win the NL East, Al. Sell me on it. Come on! Are you oh, fucking kidding me? I hate them. I had a Mets fan spit on me once. I don't like anything about the Mets. Um, no, I will say, like, the, I, the, the biggest signing that they made was Wilson Ramos. I mean... Wilson Ramos is a beast. I really miss him. Uh, you know, not going to be in that Philly lineup this year because his oppo power is just unbelievable. But that's the thing. His oppo power is not going to play well at City Field. I know I have to praise the guy, but whatever. I just think that he's a good enough catcher where he's going to get it done. He's the guy that hits over 300. I mean, he's still got the, the nuts pitching staff right there in New York where you got uh, Jacob DeGrom, the Cy Young winner. You got Noah Syndergaard, who I know has been dangled in a couple trade talks. Uh, Steven Matz is a guy who didn't, you know, the last couple of years hasn't been, 
I guess, as advertised, but I think he's a guy that could rebound it. Uh, I don't know what kind of changes he's going to have to make, but he's a guy that's talented enough that can make those changes, I think. And the guy hits, too, so that's always a plus in the National League where the pitchers are hitting. Um, You know, you got enough talent there. Again, too, like... I, I don't understand why everybody's trying to dangle Brandon Nimmo out there in a trade. That's a great leadoff hitter right there. The guy draws walks. He steals bases. He looks like Gumby. Uh, the guy just, like, gets on base, and he loves getting on base. Like, you see him after a walk. He, like, sprints down at first base, which is great. And then Michael Conforto, he's a guy that legitimately could be an MVP candidate at some point in his career. I don't know whether it's next year or the year after or whenever, but that guy is just as pure a hitter as you're probably going to get in baseball. And then again, Edwin Diaz. I'm not that big on the Robinson Cano signing. I just think, you know, whatever, they took him on. But Edwin Diaz is definitely a guy that could really help out a Mets bullpen that's just historically struggled. I don't Sold even me on it, man. I don't even have the timer. I was just going off the top of my no, head. No, hey, I I, I kind of gave up on the timer. I just usually, <laughs> I, we, we we just go with. Well, that if that was the case, I just wanted to do 15 seconds on the Mets. I, yeah, that man, that yeah. I'm still itching from that one. <laughs> it's dirty. Oh uh, well, Dave, this will leave you with the last one. C, and it is that the Golden State Warriors are no longer the top dog in the NBA. Ah. Uh. I mean, fair enough. I could, I could always make this argument. Um, I think, you know, this year there's been a lot of competition in past years in terms of, like, teams that might get to see the Warriors, but no one ever actually realistically thought that the Warriors would lose. Um, and I think this year they've kind of clearly shown some weaknesses with their their in-house riffs. Um, I think the Durant-Draymond beef is, you know, it's settled to the sense that, like, they can be around each other and it's fine, it's all good. But, like... Draymond said some shit that you can't take back. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, definitely. And Durant, for better or for worse, is someone, not that he hasn't gotten tougher over the years, but he's someone who who takes that shit to heart. And you're crazy if you think him saying, that's why I'm out of here, man, wasn't a direct res- direct quote about his pending free agency. Um, So I just think there's a lot of internal problems with the Warriors, and they're just so talented that, it doesn't necessarily translate onto the basketball court at all times. But the Raptors are real this year with Kawhi. Kawhi is vastly better than DeMar DeRozan. Um, it, it, he, he has changed that team. I think they're, they're clearly a franchise that now has the, the championship pedigree. And Boston, you know, is, is still there. I'm not as high on a team like Philly. I think Boston and, and Toronto are the real teams that are real threats to the Warriors. I think they're the only ones that can beat them in a seven-game series. And even then, I'm not saying that if they played 10 seven-game series, maybe they each win one or two. But it can happen. Um, if that fucking Cleveland team in 2016 can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series, the Raptors and the Celtics certainly can because they are miles better or miles more talented than that Cleveland team was. Um, but even in the West, you got teams like OKC. Like you could you could pop in and sneak a sneak a win. You know, you never know. But I think the Celtics and the Raptors are the biggest threats, and they're actual threats this year if they make it. I like it. By the way, I just want to say I have a $10 bet on the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA title this season that pays out $1,000. So, yeah, I got to put them in the conversation. Wow. Ten. Those are the odds. They were plus 10,000 before one game was played this year, and I was like, okay. Yeah, that's a decent bet. Worth the $10. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, we are going to do another segment. We are going to do our knee-jerk reaction segment. Remember how this one goes out? We just throw a name out there, first word that comes to mind. You just throw it out there. Quick little... I, I vaguely remember. Me and Kaisal were talking about... We had a night, Thursday night. We were at the company holiday party. And me and him were in the final pairing. And uh, it was one of those, the engine's running, no one's behind the wheel scenarios. So, yeah. So, yes, I do remember. But, yeah. What a what a just a great set. Those company holiday parties just get so out they're, of hand. They're yeah, dangerous, man. You they're know, dangerous. I had a really boring Saturday because, like, every single one of my friends had a company holiday party. And I was like... Which company do you See, work for? Where can yeah. I weasel myself I thought, into? I thought company holiday parties were exclusively a Thursday thing. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. about to say. I'm like, if your company's not doing a holiday party during the week, what are they doing? Well, you know what? There were a couple gyms that were doing, like, weekend holiday parties, like a lot of my buddies were at. That's um, I, I think that's no, just, like, fun. I had a boring to me. Like, being, you, know, you got it, like, yeah, Friday's usually easier at most companies, but, like, you still got to show up, so, like... That's a that's a whole. If I'm going out to a company holiday party on Saturday, like oh, I'm getting lit. fucked it's up. Lit time, and I'm probably gonna show up lit as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, There's no rules. Classic buns. This is like a. It's just a bar essentially. It's a bar where all the booze is free. That's what a Saturday nice. company party is to me. Absolutely. Love those parties. Absolutely. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, it's that time of year though. But if you're gonna go out and you're gonna go to your company party, we don't all have the privilege. Of living in a city like you. That's right. So get your Ubers. Don't be drinking. I remember that too. At the beginning of the show when Tommy said he was like coming live from Manhattan. I was like, yes, that sounds fancy. Dude, I mean, Saturday Christmas party, I would be so drunk. I wouldn't. Drinking and walking wouldn't be a good idea. Sure. Chewing gum, walking. That's that's the thing here. Like, yeah, I got. You got a car that's an obstacle, but I got a Dodge cars as an obstacle. There's shit trying to hit me all all the way home. Off. Folks, Nets up nine uh, midway through the third quarter. Oh, where the Hawks are at? I, I, oh, my God. That's right. That was another big Hawks, bet. Tonight. Hawks are a big one. You merely, you merely adopted beating LeBron. Yeah, I really I really put money. Oh, they're down two. Look We're at good. this. Folks, good. the NBA connoisseurs are in the building. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Look at that. <laughs> I love the horn. Fuck yes, thank you. See, yeah. Tommy, you're hired. You're hired. Yep, you're replacing all those bitter sons of bitches behind us. I'm moving. I'm moving to the city. I'm coming to work at. Casel's got a quadrant on his bed over here. Absolutely. We are just gonna run shit down there. It's gonna be great. <laughs> but you guys are gonna run shit right now. We're gonna nice. do our knee jerk reaction. I'm gonna throw out some names. Give me the first that comes to mind. We're gonna kick it off with Nick Chubb. Rookie stud. I know it's un- underappreciated. Bradley Beal. Traded. <laughs> Wanted. Wanted. I like that. Nick Foles. I'm good. Just wait. Hung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alvin Kamara. Underused. Tomorrow, underused. Yeah, underutilized. By the I way, agree can I just cut in real quick with this? Like, even when Ingram's in the mix, or even when Ingram was out of the mix, they didn't use him enough. Just sidebar. Yeah, like 40 carries yeah. a game isn't enough. Oh, God. <laughs> he gets like 15. Oh, Giannis. Future MVP. MVP. Ooh. 
Ooh, LeBron. Whack. Best ever. Oh, that's rough. Clay Thompson. Underappreciated. Again. Future Laker. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I disagree. I think he's a warrior for life. Yeah. But we'll go. Eskimo Clay. Just trying to get clicks. We'll go one more. Josh (laughs) Allen. He'll be all right. Mobile. Eh. Mobile. I like that. Cannon. Cannon would be what I would describe him as. That rocket arm. It's hard to get the cannon tag with uh, with Mahomes alive. Josh Allen, last three weeks in fantasy. Check the numbers. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Top ten quarterback last three weeks. Yeah. It's all that because all the running he does. Yep. I actually told my friend to start him over Cam Newton in the playoffs, and he listened to me, thank God, because Cam did not have a great game. Cam's not right. They need to shut him down. They need to shut him down absolutely for the rest of the year. Yeah, they need uh yeah, they're 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 done now, right? They I don't Yeah, think they're they out. Can they can't the they can't make the playoffs under any circumstance. Wow, that's crazy. They were they were one of the hottest teams. They were leading the NFC South to start the season and now now they uh they fall out of the playoff race. Not great for things in Carolina, but it has been a great episode here. We don't have any today in sports history. I tried and tried, but I can only come up with like one question. This is probably the most dead time of year. We might have to shelf that segment for a few weeks until it gets into a better time. I have a feeling with the football playoffs coming up, we'll have some some decent history events coming up oh, from yeah. that. So, you know, we might have to shelf that for a Super few Bowl weeks. week. That could be the whole fucking episode. Yeah, literally. We are going to have – we're gonna, we'll make it up to you. We know that's everyone's favorite segment. But we don't have Sully here anyway, so – we hate to we hate to have him bitch Sully. About still being alive. That's we hate true. to have to deal with that. You guys don't know what it's like. Oh. But, <laughs> but it but it's not the Sully on the Hudson, right? It's another Sully. No, it's different. Right, this right, right. Sully did not uh, unfortunately he did not save the lives Just of Just saying Sully on the Hudson is the best Sully. You know? I hey, yeah. I never met Sully, but you know. He's definitely he's a, Sully's a good guy. He's not that good of a guy. Wow. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> Sorry, he's not saving anybody, but he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's all right. But, Dave, hit him with those handles. All right. Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports, Twitter at Bleacher underscore fan, and Instagram at Bleacher Fan. Love it. And we have the accounts for the podcast at extra point underscore BF on both Instagram and Twitter. Follow, follow, follow. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates it out there. Happy holidays to the rest of you. We will see you guys maybe next week, maybe the week after, but we'll probably see you next week because we just can't leave you hanging for a whole week. We want to thank Al A.13 Walsh. 14. Oh, my God. He got the number wrong. It's like calling a girl the wrong name at the bar. And we've all been there. Hey, Sylvia. My name is Jessica. I have done that four times. I can count. So it is. A dot fourteen Walsh. Oh no, no, four fourteen A dot Walsh. Fourteen A dot Walsh. I should have just. That's all the handles. It's all the handles. Fourteen A dot Walsh. Dot spelled out. You gotta follow him. You're really like the only. The only way you're gonna like all my stuff is if you like pictures of pizza, uh, Nets games, panoramic style, and an occasional like skyline view. That's it. I know people aren't gonna like my face, so. I'm just saying. That's what else no, is there. Oh, and golf courses Twitter. in the summertime. Golf Twitter. courses in the summertime. You're going to yeah. love the panoramic golf course shots. Folks, go follow it right now. 14A.Walsh. 
he's selling himself short, people. Yeah. You got to follow him. But that's <laughs> going to do it for us this week. We will see you soon. Merry Christmas, guys. But the Raptors are real this year with Kawhi. Kawhi is vastly better than DeMar DeRozan. Um, it, it, he, he has changed that team. I think they're, they're clearly a franchise that now has the, the championship pedigree. And Boston, you know, is is still there. I'm not as high on a team like Philly. I think Boston and, and Toronto are the real teams that are real threats to the Warriors. I think they're the only ones that can beat them in a seven-game series. And even then, I'm not saying that if they played ten seven-game series, maybe they each win one or two. But it can happen. Um, if that fucking Cleveland team in 2016 can beat the Warriors in a seven-game series... The Raptors and the Celtics certainly can because they are miles better or miles more talented than that Cleveland team was. Um, but even in the West, you got teams like OKC. Like you could you could pop in and sneak a sneak a win. You know, you never know. But I, I think the Celtics and the Raptors are the biggest threats, and they're actual threats this year if they make it. I like it. By the way, I just want to say I have a ten dollar bet on the Milwaukee Bucks to win the NBA title this season. That pays out a thousand dollars. So yeah, I gotta put them in the conversation. Wow, ten. The odds. They were plus ten thousand before one game was played this year, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's a decent bet. Worth the ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, we are going to do another segment. We are going to do our knee jerk reaction segment. Remember how this one goes out? We just throw a name out there, first word that comes to mind. You just throw it out there. Quick little. I I vaguely remember. Me and Kaisel were talking about. We had a night Thursday night. We were at the company holiday party, and me and him were in the final pairing. And uh, it was one of those the engines running, no one's behind the wheel scenarios. So yeah, so yes, I do remember. But yeah. What a what a just a great set. Those company holiday parties just get so out they're, of hand. They're yeah, dangerous, man. You they're know, dangerous. I had a really boring Saturday because like every single one of my friends had a company holiday party, and I was like, "Which company do you See, work for? Where can yeah. I weasel myself?" I thought into? I thought company holiday parties were exclusively a Thursday thing. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. about to say. I'm like, if your company's not doing a holiday party during the week, what are they? Well, doing? you know, what? there were a couple gyms that were doing like weekend holiday parties. Like a lot of my buddies were at. That's um, I, I think that's no, such, it's like, not fun. I had a boring to me. Like being, you, know, you got it. Like yeah, Friday's usually easier at most companies, but like you still got to show up. So like, that's a that's a whole. If I'm going out to a company holiday party on Saturday, like uh, I get lit. It's up. lit time. And I'm probably going to show up lit as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's no rules Classic buns. This is like a, it's just a bar, essentially. It's a bar where all the booze is free. That's what a Saturday nice. company party is to me. Absolutely. Love those parties. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Yeah, it's that time of year, though. But if you're going to go out and you're going to go to your company party, we don't all have the privilege of living in a city like you. That's right. So get your Ubers. Don't be drinking. I remember that too. At the beginning of the show, when Tommy said he was like coming live from Manhattan, I was like, "Yes, that sounds fancy." Dude, I mean, Saturday Christmas party, I would be so drunk, I wouldn't drinking and walking wouldn't be a good idea. Chewing gum, walking—that's the thing here. Like, yeah, I got you got a car that's an obstacle, but I got a Dodge cars as an obstacle. There's shit trying to hit me all all the way home. Uh, Folks, Nets up nine uh, midway through the third quarter. Oh, where are the Hawks are at? I, I, oh, my God. That's right. That was another big Hawks, bet. Tonight. Hawks are a big one. 
Humili humiliated adopted beating LeBron. Yeah, I really, I really put money. Oh, they're down two. Look We're at good. this, folks. Good. The NBA connoisseurs are in the building. Yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Look at that. <laughs> I love the horn. Fuck yes! Thank you. See, like Tommy, you're hired. You're hired. Yep, you're replacing all those bitter sons of bitches behind us. I'm moving. I'm moving to the city. I'm coming to work at... Casel's got a quadrant on his bed over here. Absolutely. We are just going to run shit down there. It's going to be <laughs> great. But you guys are going to run shit right now. We're going nice. to do our knee-jerk reaction. I'm going to throw out some names. Give me the first that comes to mind. We're going to kick it off with Nick Chubb. Rookie stud. I know it's un underappreciated. Bradley Beal. Traded. <laughs> Wanted. Wanted. I like that. Nick Foles. I'm good. Just wait. Hung. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alvin Kamara. Underused. Tomorrow, underused. Yeah, underutilized. By the way, can I just cut in real quick with this? Like, even when Ingram's in the mix, or even when Ingram was out of the mix, they didn't use him enough. Just sidebar. Yeah, like 40 carries yeah. a game isn't enough. Oh, God. <laughs> he gets like 15. Oh, Giannis. Future MVP. MVP. Ooh. Ooh. LeBron. Whack. Best ever. Oh, that's rough. Clay Thompson. Underappreciated. Again. Future Laker. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I disagree. I think he's a warrior for life. Yeah. But we'll go. Eskimo one Clay. More. Just trying to get clicks. We'll go one more. Josh <laughs> Allen. He'll be alright. Mobile. Eh. Mobile. I like that. Cannon. Cannon would be what Cannon, I would describe yeah. him as. That rocket arm. It's, but, but it's hard by to the give way, him the cannon tag with uh, Mahomes alive. Josh Allen, last three weeks in fantasy, check the numbers. Not too bad. Not too top bad ten, at all. Top ten quarterback last three weeks. Yeah. It's all that because all the running he does. Yep. I actually told my friend to start him over Cam Newton in the playoffs, and he listened to me, thank God, because Cam did not have a great game. Cam's not right. They need to shut him down. They need to shut him down absolutely for the rest of the year. Yeah, they need uh yeah, they're 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 done now, right? They I don't Yeah, think they're they out. They can't the they can't make the playoffs under any circumstance. Wow, that's crazy. They were they were one of the hottest teams. They were leading the NFC South to start the season and now now they uh they fall out of the playoff race. Not great for things in Carolina, but it has been a great episode here. We don't have any today in sports history. I tried and tried, but I can only come up with like one question. This is probably the most dead time of year. We might have to shelf that segment for a few weeks until it gets into a better time. I have a feeling with the football playoffs coming up, we'll have some some decent history events coming up oh, from yeah. that. So, you know, we might have to shelf that for a Super few Bowl weeks. week. That could be the whole fucking episode. Yeah, literally. We are going to have – we're gonna we'll make it up to you. We know that's everyone's favorite segment. But we don't have Sully here anyway, so – we hate to we hate to have him Sully. still being alive. That's we hate true. to have to deal with that. You guys don't know what it's like. Oh. But, <laughs> but it but it's not the Sully on the Hudson, right? It's another Sully. No, it's different. Right, this right, right, Sully right. did not uh, unfortunately he did not save the lives Just of Just saying Sully on the Hudson is the best Sully. You know? I hey, yeah. I never met Sully, but you know. He's definitely he's a 
Sully's a good guy. He's not that good of a guy. Wow. Yeah. If you say so. <laughs> Sorry, he's not saving anybody, but he's alright. Yeah. Right. yeah, he's alright. But Dave, hit him with those handles. Alright. Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports, Twitter at Bleacher underscore fan, and Instagram at Bleacher Fan. Love it. And we have the accounts for the podcast at extra point underscore BF on both Instagram and Twitter. Follow, follow, follow. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to everyone who celebrates it out there. Happy holidays to the rest of you. We will see you guys maybe next week, maybe the week after, but we'll probably see you next week because we just can't leave you hanging for a whole week. We want to thank Al A.13 Walsh. 14. Oh, my God. He got the number wrong. It's like calling a girl the wrong name at the bar. And we've all been there. Hey, Sylvia. My name is Jessica. I have done that four times. I can count. So it is. A dot fourteen Walsh. Oh no, no, four, fourteen A dot Walsh. Fourteen A, a dot Walsh. I should have just. That's all the handles. Say. It's all the handles. Fourteen A dot Walsh. Dot spelled but out. You gotta follow him. You're really pizza like the only machine. the only way you're gonna like all my stuff is if you like pictures of pizza, uh, Nets games, panoramic style, and an occasional like skyline view. That's it. I know people aren't gonna like my face, so. I'm just saying. That's what else no, is there. Twitter, oh, and golf Twitter. courses Twitter. in the summertime. Golf Twitter. courses in the summertime. You're going to yeah. love the panoramic golf course shots. Folks, go follow it right now. 14a.walsh. He's selling himself short, people. Yeah. You got to follow him. But that's going <laughs> to do it for us this week. We will see you soon. Merry Christmas, guys.